there, and welcome to Conversations with the Reinhardts. I'm Ash. And I'm Reese. And we're really appreciative of you being here today. Reese and I are vegans who are focused on wellness, and we're so happy and excited to share our views and what we think about the world with you. Let's get into it. Reese and I are vegan. We have been vegan for... Since last school semester about the midway point march and it's july now it sure is before that we were vegetarian yep. very into the cheeses and the eggs and butter yeah <laughs> and processed sugar because why not yeah jello used to taste good yeah so that's the the kind of baseline there um I have been some sort of vegetarian since I was 11, and Reese? I only became a vegetarian last year. Yeah. I had done it once when I was really young for about six months, super unhealthily, on a bed. Right. And then last year, I kind of became vegetarian on accident. Right. After we met. Because you were already vegetarian, and we used to share our food a lot when we would go out to eat, and it just made it easier. And why not, you know? Yeah. It made me honestly have, like, a tender spot in my heart for you. I was like, you'll share with me? <laughs> yeah. And you I know. was like, yes. It's very cute, you know? Going to a restaurant. We went to this one place all the time and got the veggie burger and these, like, dirty fries. They were just smothered in, in aioli. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> I miss those. And they had, like, <laughs> Parmesan cheese on them. It was, like, this brewery. And um, all of the servers, they didn't necessarily know us by name, but they're, like, veggie burger today. And the one time we didn't order a veggie burger. We still got the veggie burger. <laughs> they just... <laughs> it. They gave it, it threw, to us. Yeah, it threw a wrench into the plan for them for sure. Um, not that we were upset. That veggie burger still is uh, best veggie burger I've ever eaten. Um, shout out to you, Side A Brewery in La Grande, Oregon. Um, you make a damn fine veggie burger. Okay, so um, should I kind of talk about my background first? Yeah, yeah. Give us... Break down your journey into vegetarianism and then veganism briefly. And then I've got some questions I want to ask you specifically. Okay. So basically my journey started when I was 11. I think I said that already. Um, I stumbled upon PETA um, and all of the abuse to the animals made me the sads. I was also in health class, I think I was in fifth grade, and we were talking about the musculatory system. Is that what it's called? Musculatory? Yeah. <laughs> it's like skeletal, I don't know. Skeletal uh, muscle, muscle, muscle. Anyway, so the muscles in the body, and then I was like, whoa, like a sudden realization, like uh, that those muscles were what we ate when we ate meat. It just really grossed me out. So anyway, um two different kind of reasons there you know i have a really soft heart for living creatures and then also you know no matter how good it tastes it's freaking gross 
So um, that it was kind of like off and on for several years because my parents both eat meat, like a crazy amount of meat. They, my dad basically barbecues every single night. They are meat lovers, you know, no hate if you're a meat lover. Uh, meat tastes good, you know, enjoy it, whatever. They wanted me to kind of be healthy about it. But of course, when I was uh, <laughs> in middle school, I kind of fended for myself a lot and knew little to nothing about nutrition. So I went to the doctor for like some kind of checkup and um, they did some like blood work. <laughs> Surprisingly, a middle schooler did not know about nutrition. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so the doctor was reading me like my lab results and was like, so two things, you're severely dehydrated and your body is breaking down your own proteins. Yeah, after that, I was vegetarian until I was like 18 or 19. I took a five-year break at that point. That's when I moved to the South. I ate all of the good food. It was delicious. I do not regret it. I did get sick twice. I got salmonella poisoning as well as the food poisoning from meat um, several years apart. Salmonella was the second time that I got some sort of like food disease. Um, and I was like bedridden for a little over a week, I think. And that was basically it for me. It was like, no, I'm never going back. Um, I ate fish for a little bit after that until... Reese and I decided to become actual full-fledged vegetarians together. And yeah, that's basically it up until we became vegan. Started our little veganism journey together. Yeah, it was a long-winded story, my bad. <laughs> I guess I'll explain my background yes, real briefly. Do. Like I said, I had tried vegetarianism on a bet someone bet me that i couldn't go without eating meat because that's how meat centric my diet was they lost i made it six months it was super unhealthy i ate a bunch of bread tastes uh, the best you know yeah needed those carbs um then i went back to eating meat and it was basically a staple of my diet and my meals i was in the military so I just ate whatever they gave me. Uh, there are vegetarian MREs. They are oh, the worst MREs. They're disgusting. Imagine ratatouille, but if it came in a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, people just take them, and they will take all the good stuff out of them and then leave all the bad stuff. A quick sidebar. My dad had, like, MREs when I was growing up, just, like, for, you know, Did you emergency. ever eat one? I used to break them apart and eat all the good stuff. Too. Oh, so you were one of those yeah. people. One so of those I monsters. Relate 100 <laughs> <laughs> I relate 100% to those monsters. Uh, yeah. I am that monster. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, anyway, sorry. So, ate meat, you know, basically my whole life. My favorite meal was tri-tip. My mom makes killer tri-tip. So, mm. growing up, I ate a lot of that. Yes. Then, when I was out in Eastern Oregon working for AmeriCorps and getting by on some food stamps in my AmeriCorps stipend, I basically became vegetarian on, on accident because I ate nothing but lentils and rice and peanut butter and honey tortillas because they were super easy, super cheap, and they just they worked for me. Bonus, if you have food stamps, um, they usually at farmers markets 100 percent yeah that. at least and here in oregon they do i don't right and that's how reese got some of his honey so if yeah. you are still eating insect byproducts 
um, give that a go. Or if you just want fresh vegetables that are locally grown, they like doubled his money. Yeah, they would double up to $10 or maybe it was 20 I would have to look it up to be certain. But yes, they would double it. So I'd go to the farmer's market. I'd double up on some food stamps and then I would get uh, some veggies, get some really dank honey. And that's basically what I lived on until we met. And then you, knowing how to cook food, <laughs> uh, introduced me to some better vegetarian food. And then once we moved out here to the Portland metro area, I went to a lecture. A, there was a guest speaker at my college, did a talk about factory farming. And that was kind of my introduction and point of learning about factory farming before that I had never really known anything about it wasn't much interested had other stuff to deal with learned about it and almost overnight we became vegan I yeah. came home I said what about being vegan and you said all right and then basically you carried this team <laughs> and continue <laughs> to do so and we've been vegan now for however long all right, so that is our background. That was kind of our own separate journeys coming together and yeah. going vegan. So let's get into this. I was going to ask, because I know that you and I are both, um, like our families are both really into eating meat. I was going to ask what, like how do you think that really meshes with your family? Like not eating meat, being vegan, um, what kind of challenges do you face um, eating with your family or like thinking back on growing up? Well, so growing up, none because I was a meat eater. Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, <laughs> looking back, um, like, do you think that your family would have accepted you if you like we're plant-based as a child and do you think oh, that maybe. like they accept your lifestyle now yeah so i think i think i'd have a lot more struggles in that area except for i am blessed and i live a whole state away from my family so i pretty rarely eat with them and they've actually been super welcoming like we've gone on vacation there and they've asked us oh can you eat this can you eat that and we've made sure to have like separate meal and there are separate meals and separate food available for us. His sister and uh, sister-in-law both separately have made us entirely vegan versions of whatever they're having for dinner. Yeah, so they were pretty accepting and open-armed. And it really, surprisingly, has not been an issue. I would have expected more pushback from them because my parents buy like half a cow every single year and then they eat it yeah. and my brother likes to go hunting <laughs> yeah they had venison when we were there yeah so i would have expected more pushback but really uh, there has been none do they like make fun of you at all or like tease oh you? i don't know not to my face oh, okay <laughs> i didn't know yeah they might behind my back but like water off a duck's back doesn't bother me <laughs> i don't know about it <laughs> fair what was your initial impression when i came home just one day out of the blue and i said let's be vegan yo <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i was like straight annoyed but it's just like 
<laughs> at the end of the day i don't blame like, you yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day it's just like i know a lot about factory farming i know a lot about the effects that that has on not only the environment but also the effects that has on like the livelihood of each individual animal and the cruelty to animals that takes place as well as the fact that like there's so much there's so much research that ties back to eating meat and having like heart disease and other uh issues with health and so when you came home and you're like I think that we need to be vegan I was like crap because i just i, I felt like i had right yeah i have no <laughs> excuses anymore you know i like, want you to be wrong but i agree with you <laughs> exactly um the secondary kind of uh thought process that i had was i'm going to have to relearn how to cook everything that we like to eat or re like learn how to cook again because I'm just not experienced in cooking vegan food. What's your favorite vegan thing to eat? And then what's your favorite vegan thing to cook? That's so hard. Y'all, I love eating. So. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so favorite kind of like vegan sub, I guess, is going to have to be like beyond meat. They have some, like, sausage that is just, uh, it's good. Yes, they it's do. Also like sausage is pretty tasty. Yeah. It's like $9 for four links, though. Yeah. What is that? And it's still processed food, so yeah. it's not like it's super healthy, I don't think. <laughs> it's basically just, like, you saved an animal, but at what cost? $9. Yeah, that's what cost it is. <laughs> anyway. Um, croissants also. That's what you miss? Well, I'm not going to make that myself. And, like, you know, you don't really go... I don't know about y'all, but, like, we live, like we said, in the Portland metro area. And I haven't ventured too much out because we are in the middle of a global pandemic. So I haven't found necessarily, like, any kind of vegan croissant place. But, dang, I, I love a good croissant. Anyway. I'm done I, talking. I uh, meant what was your favorite thing to cook because you like cooking oh, like, as a hot hobby. Dang. Your um, favorite vegan thing to cook, not something you used to cook that you miss. I apologize. That was really wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love making frioles. Uh, for those of you who don't know that that's Spanish for beans, now you do. Uh yeah, it's delicious. I'll have the recipe up on the blog uh, at some point. But it's just a really, like, no muss, no fuss bean dish that is really good. Really good. Yeah, I agree. I love it. I love everything you make, so Thank pretty you. easy for me. Um, I'm going to grab a question from, well, I'm going to ask you a question now. Let's hear it. Um... I feel like I should ask you like four or five. First off, let me just go ahead and ask you like, what do you miss? Because I did this. What do you miss about not eating everything or not being able to eat everything? Like, what do I miss since yeah. becoming a vegan? You said it way more eloquent than I did. But yes. Um, 
old me probably would have missed a lot of food. I my life is not very food centered at all. Food for me is more like fuel <laughs> at this point in my life. But I definitely miss tri tip because tri tip is delicious. Yeah, I miss I miss all the I guess kind of the epitome of those meat foods. So like really good steak, um, like super rare, basically bloody, just animal. So steak. I do miss brownies, straight up brownies. Not I know there's vegan brownies. I've had vegan sweets. They're good. They're not the same as getting two boxes of Ghirardelli brownies and sandwiching them together so the soft center is all gooey and melted still. <laughs> <laughs> They're just not. They are You're good. Not wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but the vegan stuff is good, but they're not. They're definitely not the same. Um, but yeah, mostly mostly just steak. Steak in, in almost any form. Um, you like that red meat. Yeah, I was I really liked red meat. Mm. So that's Fair enough. That's it for me, really. <laughs> okay, so earlier on you said that you were vegetarian for like 6 months. Yeah. On a bet. Yes. Please elaborate. Basically, I said, "Oh, I I had mentioned it kind of in passing, I think." And someone said, "I what? bet you Wait. you can't." I bet you you can't stop right now. I bet you you can't go six months. You said, oh, I bet I could be vegetarian. No, I I think I mentioned it like with the desire of becoming vegetarian. I was like, oh, I'd like to do that. And someone was like, you couldn't do that. And I was like, bet. <laughs> and then I did it. So I've done a couple of things in my life by doing that, making bets with people. So what did you win from that? Uh, Just my pride. Really, I oh. don't think I, I don't think there was actually a prize for that one. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. The other question I had for you was, you know, that in mind, what did your friends think about you becoming vegetarian first and then a vegan second? The vegetarian thing, nothing much really. Uh, one of my friends, whom you know, old Ben Miller, he he had essentially accidentally become vegetarian as well before by eating just mostly lentils and rice. So he was, he understood kind of, oh yeah, no, it makes sense. Super cheap. You can eat, you can eat lentils and rice for basically every meal and kind of get like most of the things you need. Sidebar, lentils are just like really amazing for the environment too. So double duty. Yeah. So... He understood it from that perspective. Again, it was kind of just a fuel source. It was just what's cheap and easy, and I can make it in bulk, and I can just eat it all the time and not keel over <laughs> from malnutrition. Um, the vegan thing, I don't think anyone actually made fun of me. I think people were kind of surprised, but again, I don't, I don't know. I I think they thought of me as a super military-esque person, but I've always been a hippie at heart. And they were just like, oh, he's just a hippie. <laughs> he's just, that's what they do. They eat granola. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you heard this or not, huh. but Simpson, 
who is another friend of mine, old Braxton Simpson. You need to not say their full name, I don't think. Why? Because what if people go to try to find them? To what? Murder them? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. They can fend for themselves. They're pretty tough. Fair enough. Uh, He... (laughs) All all he said, all Simpson said was, uh, he said, oh, wow, you really love this girl, huh? And that's all. He didn't make fun of me or anything. I am. He thought I was doing it for you. Aw. So. You did. Yeah. The vegetarian <laughs> thing, kind of. I'm just playing. Uh, he says that I'm the most hippie person that he's ever that met, he, right? Yeah, that he knows. You are the most hippie person that he knows. It's is a what huge he compliment. Yeah, he's from Indiana, so he doesn't know a lot of hippies. <laughs> Basically, just backwoods Indiana farm boy. Just whatever stereotype you have in your head, that's probably right. That is the right stereotype. Yeah. But one of the other questions that kind of pertains to what we've already been talking about has to do with, like, your family again. And it's, like, kind of... Because the people listening don't understand what kind of background you really come from. So, yeah, Reese's parents don't necessarily own a ranch and ranch, but he is from a ranching town and the majority of his family, the majority of your family are ranchers. Really just the one uncle, but I used to work with that one uncle. Yeah. Frequently. I just assumed they were all kind of a four. I don't really know. I've only met his parents and siblings to date, so. Yeah. So I have an uncle who also lives in Oregon. Um, He lives in Southern Oregon. Small place called Bonanza, if anyone's ever heard of that. Super small, basically all farming, ranching kind of country. And I worked with him growing up when I was a tween and a teen. I worked with him in the summer and on weekends and stuff pretty regularly. And for those of you who don't know, what ranchers do is they raise animals and they kill them. (laughs) uh, So, yeah, we used to... My my older brother actually still does this. Yeah. My older brother owns a bucking bowl that he takes to rodeos and stuff. Um, He went to one, like, last weekend also. Yeah, just a few days ago, I think. I just... His anyway. bull did not do that well, apparently. Yeah, he was a little disappointed. But it's he okay. sent me a video. I told him it looks like it's bucking to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <All> insensitive. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, oh, I don't know. He's uh, Apparently, there's a certain way they have to buck. Uh, anyway. So, but, like, the main thing is, like, if you ever visit this uncle, he puts you to work no matter who you are. And so yeah. everyone in the family has done work on this ranch. Yeah, basically. And the gist of it is this. Um, I went from someone that used to work with this uncle. They have this thing called a shoot and a squeeze that they use on cattles, and they castrate cow cows with them. And it's called a squeeze because you, you run them down a chute, which is like a metal funnel, basically, and then you squeeze them so tight they can't run away, and then you cut their balls off. Um, and this uncle, so we used to help him do that, and this uncle would say things like, oh, you could take one of those and turn it into a little coin purse for your mom. So that's kind of my, ba- that's like where I came from. And now I'm a vegan. So. Right. <laughs> uh, 
and he's he still has his ranch. He still does cow stuff. He does a lot of farm stuff, growing crops and whatnot. But yeah, so I came from I don't know the <laughs> the hills, if you want to call it that, the mountains. Uh, big meat eaters. Again, whatever stereotype you're imagining is probably correct. <laughs> um, They're I, all great people. Yeah, I've helped my best friend back home. I've helped him pick up a cow. He raised it, and then we shot it in the head, and then we ate it. So, like... Delicious. It was delicious. I bet. It was a Highland cow, so Ooh. it looked pretty emo, uh, which made sense when it got gunned down right in front of us. My grandma has a boyfriend right now that I don't know if he still does, but he used to raise pigs, and my parents used... To, well, not really just my parents, but my entire family used to buy a pig from him. This is before he became my grandma's boyfriend yeah they used to buy a pig from him like during like the winter time or whatever and then split it up beyond, like among the family we yeah. like that fatty meat in my family you know what i mean so and i will say this if you are someone that wants to eat meat and loves meat and doesn't want to give it up i think that's the way to do it buy half a cow that you you know where yeah. it's coming from you know how it was raised it didn't destroy you know thousands of acres of land or anything like that right. it, like the cows that my parents buy they're just raised basically in someone's backyard um, right it's they're not abused or anything crazy like that right. they're just raised and then they're killed and eaten i want to know what is your least favorite vegan food that you have had you just so know far that i love food <laughs> Well, these are because some people might be thinking like, oh, I want to go vegan, but I don't know what I'm going to eat or I couldn't give this up or, oh, my God, that tastes so gross or what, you know, like my parents are like, oh, my God, you guys are going to eat that. That's disgusting. But then we gave them a Mm -hmm. bite and they're like, oh, that's actually pretty good. I'm like, yeah, Ashley's a great cook. She makes good food. It's not like we eat bad food all the time. So the worst thing. But yeah. But what is the worst thing that you've ever eaten that you've made or that you've just eaten? since going vegan oh i've made a couple of things that i don't really love that reese is so beautifully kind he's like you know i think this is a little salty but i think it tastes pretty good <laughs> or something I'm, like that i'm pretty easy to please again <laughs> yeah. when it comes to the food i'm like oh sweet not lentils and rice so i don't know usually what i make even if it's not amazing it's still edible I've I've disappointed myself a couple of times, but um, I want absolutely worse. Oh man! Remember that one time when the smoke alarms went off for like eight hours? That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. <laughs> what is what is the worst thing that you've had? Oh man! Oh man! Um, God, this one's this one's gonna take me a second. Oh man! Oh man! Tell you what, man. you think about that okay. one. I've got another one for you. Just keep that one in the back of your head for now. What or how has it affected you? How has being vegan affected your life outside of just food? Because everyone thinks when they hear vegan, they're like, oh, you got to eat fake meat and all this stuff. But there's like a lot of other stuff that it has affected. Like, what do you think? What has it affected overall, I guess? And then what kind of, what's the biggest impact it's had outside of just the food we eat? So, y'all may not understand, 
if you're just plant-based, it's just eating, you know, a plant-based diet. So, like, you go to vegetables and fruits first before you go to, like, grains and legumes and all of that. Being a vegan and, like, you know, caring so much about the environment and the well-being of animals and the repercussions that all of that has... Uh, you have to look a bit deeper. So there are, because it's not always ethically sourced, you know what I mean? So you can't buy leather goods anymore. You shouldn't be buying wool of any type. Makeup brushes, you need to buy synthetic because a lot of the time, and like a what lot are those of companies made out of? it's made out of animal hair. And so like a lot of brands claim that they just shave the animal, but it's just like this. They're so widely produced. Are they just shaving the animal? I don't know. Like what kind of condition is the animal actually in? Do they keep them in a farm where they're just like free range and give them a, yeah. just like a little cutting every once in a while? Like I don't know. I've not been to that farm. That's like people that sell eggs being like, "Well, all we do is just it's not like we kill the chicken." But that's exactly yeah. what they do. <laughs> well, and that's the thing about eggs, though, is if you are going to be the person who eats eggs and you can afford a more expensive egg, it is important that you get a vegetarian-fed, free-range egg, or you buy from a farmer's market, or you get it from a friend who has chickens, because what they do to chickens, regardless if they're in a cage or, like... Cage free, even cage free, is disgusting. And I'll just go ahead and give you a little sneak peek. They will feed the dead chickens to the other chickens that are alive. So just like ponder that. I don't know how often it happens, but I know it happens because I don't know. Chickens get hungry. (laughs) Yeah, they also like can't walk around because they're so pumped up on steroids and such. Yeah, it's it's some gross dark stuff that happens. Right, even cage free. So make sure if you can afford it. If you can't afford it, you might as well get the ninety eight cent pack. You know what I mean? Because it has no bearing. You're still contributing to this overarching, uh, you know, cruelty to animals. You might as well just get the cheaper egg. Um. But yeah, the more people who buy free-range vegetarian-fed eggs, the cheaper those eggs will be because there will be more of a demand for it. So just think about that also. Um, moving back on to how this has shaped my life. Um. Yeah, outside <laughs> of the food we eat. Uh, so cleaners as well. And also the makeup I wear. So there's like a lot of different ingredients. Um, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of them, so I'm just not even going to try. I'm just going to tell you that like red lipstick... A lot of red dyes are used um, making, or not making, excuse me, by crushing up beetles or, like, boiling beetles in, like, oil or water or something like that. Um, and that same dye is actually used in some foods, so there's an overlap there. Um, I've also heard that sometimes companies have used fish scales in cosmetics. Um, mm. And then also there's... Of course, the cleaners that are used, like some cleaners are straight up tested on animals or they're not ethically sourced or they're made from some kind of animal product. Um, A lot of this does have to do with food, but the whole entire thing about being vegan 
is one because you care about animals but also two because we are we are into the environment we we can call ourselves environmentalists at this point like it's important for like the world but we buy vegan dish soap we buy vegan shaving gel or cream rather because you can't really do a gel we buy vegan hair products we buy vegan lotions like there's so there's basically there's a whole bunch of other aspects that people probably don't think of initially when they hear the term vegan they think like oh man i have to give up bacon but it's also like most pants have a piece of leather sewn into them so if you want to be like a hardcore vegan and not buy any leather you can't buy pants with those leather patches that have the size on them. The way I get around that specifically is... Thrift stores. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's better for the environment also if you just purchase, re- like, old used items. But also, it's like thinking about it like this, and maybe this is a messed up kind of mindset to have, but, like, if an animal really did die for a piece of clothing that then went to a thrift store and is not being worn by someone else, that is a waste of a death in my mind also reduce reuse recycle basically because the fashion industry as a whole is like it's a whole own separate environmental problem separate from like the whole veganism and all that so it's like a lot of overlap yeah environmentalism and also like just giving a crap about animal rights um speaking of animal rights and stuff like that i know that a lot of (laughs) we'll just say Sorry, I know that a lot of Americans specifically think it's wrong to to eat animals such as dog um, and horse, but in other cultures and other countries they do eat those animals. And I was curious, kind of, what your take was on that. Um, I know that like a lot of vegans are like, "Well, I wouldn't eat my dog, so why would I eat, you know, a cow or a deer or whatever?" Anyway, yeah, yeah, so. I mean, I get it. Culturally, situationally, there's there's people in the world that don't have a choice. You know, like I, you know this, I was in Africa for a while. I hung out with people from the Maasai tribe. If you are in the Maasai tribe and you're living that tribal lifestyle, you're going to eat meat. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm not going to judge someone for that because that's, you know, you don't have a choice where you're born or how you're born or whatever. So. Right. <laughs> If that's your situation, then that's your situation. Um, For me, I think, I do personally think that that's a huge disconnect for at least um, in westernized society. People, like you're saying, people are like, oh, well, my dog is like my family, you know. And I just, I don't see the difference between a dog and a cow. I don't some yeah. if you've ever seen a video of a happy cow there's like a subreddit happy cow gifts if you've ever gone to an animal sanctuary or seen any footage cows are just as capable of like enjoying an experience as a dog is yeah so if you're going to eat one I don't know how you can justify I don't know how you could say that it's wrong to eat one but okay to eat the other uh what I read was some stuff by Peter Singer, who's a philosophy guy. And he he basically says just that. He's like, well, 
nothing is separating those two things. Because, you know, someone will be pescatarian, right? Oh, well, I only eat fish. Uh, I've yeah, worked... I did that. I've worked with a professor who studied cuttlefish and proved that they're capable of learning. So they're capable of experience just like a different animal is. <laughs> um, so they're still capable of experiencing death or anything like that. Um, and I think I think that's a huge disconnect. But I do think if you're in some different part of the world or some different culture, it's not my place to judge people for their culture or where they're born uh, or anything like that. You know, I don't... The world's a big place. I'm just one small little speck in it. So <sighs> doesn't... You know, that's kind of my stance on it. No judgment. Um, I had, I wanted to ask you this one because this is something that people, people always talk about when they talk about vegetarian or vegan. They always talk about the health benefits. I feel so good. My skin is so clear. I have so much energy. I personally have not noticed any sort of difference whatsoever, but I wanted to know if there's anything you've noticed a difference in. Well, I'll have y'all know. I like want to be the epitome of health you know i love juice like fresh juice i love a good salad i really enjoy vegetables and smoothies but like at the end of the day i could house an entire bag or box of oreos in one go i could eat literally ice cream like ben and jerry's non-dairy every single day and there's like a thousand calories in that And so, you know, sometimes I do because life is all about moderation. Um, But yeah, honestly, I think that I would have more benefits if I just drink an adequate amount of water on a daily basis. Um, But I forget, y'all. I do. So would you say no, no noticeable anything really? No. If I if we did eat like a very clean, like if we were, I want to believe that if we were eating raw vegan, and we ate our like two thousand calories a day of just fruits and vegetables, like yeah. if not more, we would probably lose weight like crazy, and our skin would probably look amazing. Um, since starting our journey with veganism, I also like changed up my skincare routine, and I will say that like my skin specifically looks better, I think, and I am breaking out a little bit less. Um, but yeah that's it though I, c- I don't know if i can attribute to that like you know my digestion isn't necessarily better my skin isn't i don't think that it's better because of the diet i feel better about myself yeah sometimes sometimes honestly being a vegan is not that noticeable until someone else like people at work are like do you want a piece of cake and i'm like yeah. i can't eat that and they're like what do you mean you can't eat that and i'm like that's basically been my experience too. I don't even realize I'm vegan until I'm out in public or out to eat or going to visit someone. And yeah. then it's like all of a sudden it comes crashing <laughs> down. Oh, yeah, everyone else does not do this. Yeah, like going to visit family. What's the yeah. deal with these waffles? Yeah. Did you put eggs in here? Especially now during COVID because we hang out at home together so much. It's Yeah. You really wouldn't even notice it. There's um, like a saying, hell is other people. And like when I've you're never a heard vegan, that, but I do wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> Especially when you're vegan. Um, I also wanted to ask 
overachieving with the questions over here. No, like, I, so I, good. I saw that we both have this, I think. It oh. was, you wanted to ask, will you be vegan forever? And I was going to ask, would do you ever see yourself going back to not being a non-vegan? I don't. Yeah. It's like this, like, I could see myself going back to being a vegetarian because we are in talks about purchasing a home and in that home we may or may not decide to have honeybees mm-hmm. and we may or may not decide to have chickens. Mm-hmm. So if you and I do that, I would be totally down. Yeah, I could I could definitely see myself being non-vegan but only with ethically sourced yeah. things. So I could see myself eating ethically sourced stuff. Um, like I use I eat fish, but I don't eat it. Um, which <laughs> for a lot of people that probably sounds like a contradiction. Jonathan Taylor Thomas did it. Well, in my head, I'm like, listen, if I tricked that fish into biting a hook, that's on the fish. Sometimes it's just your day and you lose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I was doing it with flies, uh, so I wasn't gutting the fish or anything like that. They weren't swallowing the hook, so. You know, obviously I'd pierce their lip or something, and I, (laughs) the guy I used to live with out in eastern Oregon, he'd say like, oh, well, that's like torturing the animal. Wouldn't you rather kill it and eat it? And I thought to my head, well, if I was a human, would I rather get my lip pierced and survive, or would I rather get beat over the head and have my guts ripped out and eaten? I'd probably rather get my lip pierced and survive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But also, yeah, they stock, all the ponds and stuff that I used to fish were stocked. Um, I did it legally. I get, I got a fishing license. Um, so I could definitely see myself going back to some sort of ethically sourced meat. Uh, I don't see myself doing it just because it really does feel like we've been vegan forever, even though we haven't. And it's just, there really just is no need like people. Oh, where do you get your protein? i I have protein powder and I eat food with protein in it. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you do. Right. <laughs> if y'all are ever curious, like there's protein in ev- like not every single thing, but in most things, there's like at least a little bit of protein. So if you are doing plant based, like you're going to get enough protein because you're eating all of the vegetables like avocado. Someone's going to correct me. Avocado I think does not have that much protein. It has like six grams. That is not very much. I know, but if you have half an avocado on top of, like, your meal of, like, you know, leafy greens and, like, brown rice and quinoa, like, that's yeah. three extra grams of protein I think just, like, for free that you don't even think about. I think the legumes are the big the big part for sure. And then yeah. things like chia seeds and stuff have, like, a bunch of protein packed into, like, a little tiny package. Yeah. And they sell vegan protein powder and they sell other food products that have protein in them i'll just go ahead and like leave it on this note like if you're interested in becoming a vegan at all like don't even make a change just start reading the nutrition label if you don't know what something is look it up but like check it out how many how many sugars how many proteins how many you know carbs fats check it out just like find out what you're eating and like just check it out i yeah i I will also say this. I've never once had someone ask me where I get my protein that I felt they deserved the right to even ask me that question. 
it's never like the epitome of health coming up and saying, you're vegan, where do you get your protein? It's always some like overweight, middle-aged dude. I could never do that. There's not enough protein. I'm like, well, you clearly don't care about what nutrients you're eating anyway. So why would it matter to you? Yes. And on that same note, like to all the people who have ever asked that to someone else, how many grams of protein are you getting per day? Yeah, exactly. Do you count your calories and track your macronutrients? Because it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't seem like most people do. We basically put, like, all three meals. Have protein. It's built have a around protein. protein. Yes. Yeah. So. And okay. I think that's a good thing to leave it on. Like, like every single other thing, do your own research. Uh, yeah. Find out what works for you. If you like something, take it and leave the rest. Yeah. Keep an open mind. Learn for yourself, discover for yourself, and make your own decisions. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you try something you don't like and you stop trying it. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in and listening to us ramble on about veganism for however long it's been. We really, really appreciate everyone sticking it out with us. We really enjoyed having you. Yeah, hopefully this has been helpful in some way hopefully you've learned something um maybe we got something wrong so feel free to correct us i know people love to do that so and i'd like to be corrected honestly because i don't want to go around (laughs) acting or sounding like an idiot so bring it on hopefully you enjoyed this thanks for listening have a good one see you next time yeah (laughs) thanks for tuning into our podcast We really appreciate your time. If you like this episode, please feel free to subscribe or leave a review. If you want to interact with us, our website is thereinhards.com and our Instagram is at thereinhardsblog. We're looking forward to hearing from you.